Oh, we look at him go. He, isn't he holding it in the pocket? I tell you, he is keeping that beat. Now that's how you play some drums. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into how to keep it all together. I'll see you then. The occurrence that I'm referring to in the A part of the of the podcast had to do with a time when I was I was dating a drummer. Let's just be honest. <laughs> and he would take me to these different venues, and he had this fascination with observing uh, other other drummers and you know doing his research and and getting better and better. And uh, he his fascination uh, rubbed off on me. I remember going to the guitar center and all of these different places and learning a little bit more about the way of the drummer. I remember him having to do his upper body strength work, especially when he was getting ready to go out on tour with someone. And I also remember great wisdoms that I got from being in that world and seeing what it really took to be a great drummer. Now, I've talked before about when I was growing up, I uh, played in my school's band and I sang and those types of things. And so I wasn't uh, new to this world of drumming. I actually remember doing some of the exercises that held true for professionals of his level and other people of what it took to be able to do their jobs. and. I wanted to share with you today some of the things that I learned from the music and drumming world, as well as something else that I want to channel my grandfather to talk about uh, a little bit today as well, uh, with regards to linchpins, and show you uh, some of the wisdoms that I've been getting recently about how to keep it all together and some of the things that we have kind of maybe sort of forgotten along the way and to just kind of give us a refresher on some simple things that we can do to pull it back all in and get, you know, get a rein on these these, uh, wild horses that are running through our lives, okay? So if you're ready, let's get into it, all right? So, the first thing I want to uh, I want to say is that looking at our lives and all of the things that we have to do in a day in, in today, uh, there's so much that we're personally responsible for. Uh, I'm not going to dare say that we have it worse than any other generation. Now, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to say is in this particular time, we have to be the people and the persons who are able to keep the plates spinning. And one thing I can tell you is that whenever you have a lot of different parts of your life that need attendance, one of the things you have to make sure is that you are keeping the timing, the pacing, and the pulse so that none of those plates fall and, and you know, stop spinning and break, all right? So getting into this whole thing about the, the life of the drummer, one of the things I was reminded recently uh, was how important and integral 
a, a drummer is to a performance, a piece of music or whatever. You see, for them, they are the official timekeepers. And I remember when I was a little kid and the drummers, they had those little drum pads that they would beat on and they would, you know, learn simple little uh, tappings and then they would move to different coordinations with their dominant hand and then their non-dominant hand and then the bass drum and hi-hat with their dominant foot and then hopefully moving over to their non-dominant foot and all of these different things. And I was always fascinated. I never wanted to be a drummer, but I was fascinated. And I remember in those times, I, I would be like, well, what if they get tired or what if their mind wanders? You know, I, I'm going to be honest. I was one of those little daydreamy little kids. <laughs> My attention span was not Olympic medal back in those days. This is a work in progress, people. But what I am going to say is that I remember how important it was for every one of those people who wanted to be drummers to learn pulse or what we would call beat. And the way I remember it is because Mr. Young, shout out to my band director, Mr. Young, God rest his soul. He would make everyone clap the beats. And not only would we clap the beats to sheet music, we would clap the beats to a metronome. And that metronome's clicking back and forth in signature time of whatever the music said, we had to clap. And it would become painfully obvious, the rhythmly char, uh, challenged people. And I don't know what it is, but it, it always seemed to me that the poor little folks who couldn't catch a natural beat to save their souls were the first ones running to try to be drummers. And um, yeah, so we would clap. And I remember uh, having to stop and being not yelled at, but you know, a loud voice to get over all of the the commotion in the band room, you know, constantly being told, I should not hear a crescendo or a cascade. I should not even hear the cl the click of the metronome. And we would all go back to da, 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 you know, clapping and clapping. And Mr. Young taught us, he was like, I never want you all to totally depend on the drums. What happens if the drums lose their beat? I want everyone in here to be a timekeeper. And that was one of the wisdoms that I got all that time ago. And that was when, quote unquote, keeping it together, one of the first things that we have to remember is that it's no one else's responsibility to keep our beat to keep our natural timing, our natural pace. When we give that job away to somebody else, that's when we are sure to get off beat because each person has to run their own race. And what if they're running a race a little faster or a little slower or even just straight up faster or slower? What happens when you get out of sync and it's your life and the things in your life that are dependent on somebody else's pulse, somebody else's beat, that is when you start to have, or we start to have, a lot of problems. 
And so I was glad I learned that. And it was drilled into me quite often. Stop listening to somebody else. Do your own thing. Have an internal timing. And I remember having to stop many times. And it could be somebody in the trumpet section. I'm in the woodwinds and they're in the trumpet section and everybody would have to stop. And Mr. Young would turn that metronome back on and he would take us through the claps. I remember him setting the metronome and not telling us the time signature on the metronome so that we would ingrain in ourselves how to keep our own natural beat. Sometimes that metronome was tot, 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 you know, every beat of four. Sometimes if it was a six, eight swing beat, tot, 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 you know, we had to know it. Sometimes if it was just ta, ta. We had to learn the difference between clapping on two and four, one and three, you know, the downbeat, the upbeat, uh, triplets, and all of those things. And I'm going to say that to this day, I believe that having that during that time, that foundational teaching about music helped me to be more independent than most in understanding my own journey and my own pacing and my own timing so that I I didn't give away that uh, all-important part of my own identity because of that lesson and that wisdom. And I used to think everybody had it. And I would sometimes get Uh, flustered when I would see people that I admired, strong people who would be totally lost when their external timekeeper was either no longer there or was doing something that they weren't used to. And sometimes it was people in marriages when their spouse, you know, wanted to do something different, wanted to live their life in a different pacing and a timing. It would throw these people for a loop and they just couldn't seem to get it together. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? March to your beat. Make, you know, make a harmony with them. At the time, I can't say that I used those same words, but I, it kind of came out like, get your own life, run your own race. <laughs> and I knew it, in hindsight, it came off as harsh because wisdom, thankfully, has smiled on me as a young kid. And from the time I was in third grade all the way up until my sophomore, well, go, part of my junior year, at that particular school, all of those years, I had been in band and I had learned that wisdom. And so back to dating this guy who was a drummer, uh, I continued to learn how important it was to keep the timing. And he had to correct me. He was like, it's not the drummer's job to keep the timing for the band. He was like, it is the drummer's job to keep the timing of the drum. And I was like, what? Because up until that point, I always, even when I would travel uh, sometimes with my, my schools to sing and stuff, we always relied on the drums to keep the beat. And even though I had been taught, you know, keep your own timing, I did have good timing, continued to have it, but we always kind of had that that crutch. And 
this particular guy had to explain to me, he was like, when you're on a stage in a large stadium, there's a lot of reverberations in the room. And so instead of people trying to listen to each other to, to follow them, each uh, person in that band is responsible for knowing the timing of the music and making sure their job is to keep their timing. And then they make sure that they are synced up with everybody else, but it's not the priority of them to play while depending on the drums because the drums, they are having to fight the most to hear things. And, and then he explained to me that after that, <laughs> the drummer needed to make sure that in his exuberance of drumming, that his mics were continued continue to be set up because the performer so if there was a performer which in this situation he he was a drummer for popular acts uh um traveling with them and so the performers needed to be able to hear the drums they knew their music but they needed to be able to hear the drums so that they weren't singing too fast or too slow and so a lot of times when you see uh performers on stage and they have those things in their ears, a lot of times they are listening for the drums to help them even know where they are in a song. Not even necessarily to stay on beat, but just to know where they are in the song based on what the drums are doing. And then they're listening for different layers of what their band is doing and playing and all of that. And that comes to this next part about how to keep it all together. So the first thing is, is learning how to know and keep your own beat, your own pulse point. And um, before I move off from that, I want to, I do want to say this. I want to tell you something practical. One of the things that I have found for knowing your internal rhythm is to be able to... If you live with someone, it's going to be a little harder. I usually try to do it in my meditative times and in my sh- when I take showers. But if you uh, want to reacquaint yourself with your rhythm and, and all of that, singing in the shower or humming in the shower. Now, I don't sing all loud and disturb everyone. But humming in the shower, it's something about the acoustics in in the bathrooms and the the water and everything helps you to hear a little bit better and uh, helps you to get the vibrations, a feel for the vibrations. And you don't even have to just, you know, uh, you don't have to sing a song, hum something. And as you start to hum it, allow yourself to get into a pace and a rhythm. Another way, to find or even reset. Now, this one is something that we used to use in therapy and we got it from uh, children uh, or, or how to get children to uh, arm arm children, arm babies, you know, uh, babies that have to be held, how to get them uh, to calm down. And that is to make a figure eight swinging infinity loop with your uh, hips. So you plant your feet, um, shoulder width apart, and you move your hips. So take your right hip and and uh, not judge it, but you know, uh, move it out uh, at a forty-five degree angle outward 
to further right and then make the arc and then bring it back into the starting point, doing the same with the left. And you just keep doing it in a figure eight. And by using your hips, don't try to do it with your shoulders, do it with your hips. By doing that with your hips, you start to reset. And a lot of times people would hold babies. And when they would do this figure eight, the babies would calm back down. Well, it is said that by doing this, you help to realign your body with the natural rhythms of the earth as well as yourself. And that'll actually help you to get back into your rhythm. And when I talk about rhythm and beats, I'm talking about real rhythm and beats. We are all um, on them. And, you know, different people move at different paces, some slower, some faster, and some, as we like to say, sitting right in the pocket. So now that's the next part I want to talk about. Not only do you want to make sure that you are a good timekeeper, knowing your own beat, running your own race, you want to have sustainability of that note. Another thing about this life of a drummer that I learned was that it was not as important that they be able to keep time in one song, it was important that they could keep time through many songs for many hours uh, because you could be fine the first 30 minutes. But if you give out and you start rushing or dragging the beat, that's going to be bad. And that's going to provide for a bad experience for everyone. Uh, I have actually seen experienced people. I think I saw Whitney Houston one time motion to her drummer that he was dragging and to pick it back up. And I was like, that's a bad thing when the performer has to now start helping you do your job. And that's kind of like the kiss of death. And it's usually seen as something that a novice would do. And so great drummers uh, who hold the band together because they are the backbone, even though nobody is supposed to depend on them. Let's just be honest. They do. And so the drummers are these backbones. And so with the backbones, they need to not only be able to keep time and have a great sense of time, they need to be able to have a sustainability of this time. So when we talk when, when I was talking in the A part about sitting in the pocket or keeping it in the pocket, that's what it means. Just being able to keep that same beat for a long time without rushing it or slowing it down. It being the same rhythm and rate as uh, at the end as it was from the beginning. And that is a a habit and a skill that transfers very well into our lives. So when you feel like things are spinning out of control, there is usually either either you're out of sync with your life because your life is going too slowly or you're going to or it's going too fast. And it is up to you to exert or re-infuse your life with the rhythm that you want. So for instance, I talked the other day in another podcast about uh, the nervous systems of uh, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous systems. And with the sympathetic, that's where you speed up. And the parasympathetic, that's where you slow down. And how uh, to get out of those things by using concentration. Uh, 
Um, I, I talked about it as a cure for stagnation. Um, that was actually the name of that podcast, Cure for Stagnation. So you can go check that one out if you haven't. And uh, just learning how to concentrate. Now, I'm going to tell you, even with concentrating, most people think that concentration is about slowing things down, and that's that's not necessarily true. Concentration is about prolonged focus. You can be very concentrated and moving very quickly. Uh, and it's up to us to go in and look at how we can sustain doing the same things, uh, not the same things, but keeping the same sense of timing in our life uh, that gels well. And your life is always giving you feedback. On, on what timing it is. So if you're out of sync with things and, and you feel like you're overwhelmed, that it, in and of itself lets you know over, meaning it's over you, meaning it's moving faster than you. And so being able to go in and maybe you have to reevaluate stuff. Maybe you have too many things that you're trying to keep up with. Or maybe it is a challenge to tell you to get out of uh, a lagging and to step up to the challenge. But whatever it is, that's feedback to let you know. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, going back to this elementary school learning of how to pick up a bee. So say, for instance, you were dragging. One of the things that we learned was uh, to lift up, and that meant your body. Uh, if we were were dragging, it was if we were sitting, sit up on the edge, or if we, you know, were standing or whatever, raise your eyebrows. Even it, and that's the same thing in playing an instrument as well as singing. And it's just an amazing thing how if you're dragging, lift up. And if you were going too fast, what the first thing that we were told, pull back or lessen the breath. Don't push the breath out so much because the breath a lot of times would control uh, this pacing. And a lot of times we would have to learn uh, true breath control meant that you didn't uh, you, you learned how to vary the amount of breath you use for things, especially if you were rushing things, because to rush meant that you had some anticipation going on. And that was not going to help you because you were going to burn out. You were going to rush the beat and it was going to be an inconsistent sound and tone. And so we learned those simple little things in your own life to get back on beat use your breathing. Um, I have been able to uh, use breathings. Uh, w Wilm Hoff, he's the ice man, if you will. You can look him up, Wilm, W-I-M, Hoff, H-O-F. And uh, he, he talks about breathing to control your body temperature, oxygenate the blood and things. And I really enjoy uh, this type of breathing that he uses of taking 25 rounds of in and out and then holding your breath for two minutes. Now, I'm going to tell you, when I first started, I had to build up to the two minutes. But once you get to that, it is an amazingly therapeutic thing. And I will tell you, it it, it helps me uh, to get back into my correct circadian rhythms. So breathing, 
as well as body movement. So if you're dragging body movement, if you're having a, a hard time and you're going too fast, breath work. All right. And so this next thing that I want to talk about with how to keep it all together and some things that we learned from um, a drummer um, is to also understand how to play your part. Whenever you're doing anything, even if you're doing it by yourself, you're still part of a bigger whole. And the reason why I say this is because I stand convicted in this. Um, have you ever seen <laughs> those people who are a one-person band and they've got cymbals, drums, a horn, uh, um, uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm searching for the word accordion. That's what it is. They've got all of this going on. And at first it's entertaining. But if you, if you stay and watch them, sometimes it, it comes off as farcical or even irritating. Because it's like, this is not music. This is just somebody just doing something for shock value. And we have to remember that in our own lives, that even with trying to keep it all together, trying to maintain your beat, sustain that beat, not rush it and not drag it down, we also have to remember to play our part and not try to be everything for everyone all the time. Sometimes we have to reevaluate and understand what part is best for me to play. And the good news is you can recast yourself at any given time. Now, you can recast yourself at any given time if it's not something legal or moral. So like, you know, I I, I have much love for my parents out there. If you're trying to raise little kids and you're like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mommy or daddy today. That's okay if you got somebody else willing to do that, but you just can't like say I quit and walk out and leave little innocence. So, you know, within reason, but still take the time to understand what your true role is and then be responsible if you're going to change up and it involve, involve someone else. But that is one of the best things that you can understand. See with the drummer, the drummer does not try to run all over what the bass guitarist is doing. He doesn't or she doesn't try to run over what the horn section is doing. They play their part. And only when time is allotted for them to have a solo, do they take it. See, the one thing about playing our role is Sometimes we want to be the main character or the star or the um, every one man band person that does everything that we don't understand that sometimes playing my role at this particular time in life means that I'm the timekeeper. I may be the linchpin. I may be the, the silent support in the back. I might be uh, the uh, horn section or I might just be, not just, but I, I, I might be just the symbol that clashes once or twice in the whole song. But understanding that to play our part takes a lot of strength, um, a lot of uh, discipline, but in the long run, it will really help out. And so today, this is what I wanted to talk about in some of the wisdoms that I got. And uh, just <laughs> understanding just those things I, I learned uh, from what drummers do. Um, I'm gonna. I had one more in here, and uh, I'm I'm going to just go on and, and 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 say it. One of the things, like I said before, that when I was dating this guy, 
that I didn't realize, and that was to have the the right resources, not only the right resources of enough sticks and um, enough backup drums and cymbals and all that kind of stuff, you know, like a, not only a travel kit, but a replacement part kit for when you're traveling and stuff gets broken or torn up or, or standbys and all of that, but more so understanding how to take care of yourself to do the job. And when we look at keeping it together, we understand that we need to eat right and we need to be healthy. But a lot of us don't understand that not only do you need to do this, but you you also need to have support. You You need to have a secession. Like what if you can't keep it together? What is your plan B? How do you continue to support those people who might be depending on you, family, friends, or whatever? Do you make sure that other people know how to do what you're doing temporarily until you can come back to doing it? And that was something that I was surprised to learn that professional drummers do. They make sure that they write out their sets, how they do stuff, uh, Anything can happen. I mean, think about it. They also make sure they work out to take care of their bodies because it's a very physical thing uh, of what a drummer does, not just upper body, but lower body too. And they make sure that they uh, go and they double check to make sure that they are able to support everybody by making sure they're like their mics, they're mic'd up correctly so that everybody can hear them and that they are doing their part uh, to make everything better. And so those are some of the things that our wisdom smacks that I've learned from the life of a drummer and what a drummer does to keep things together. So let me just recap those real quick because my time is up, y'all. But understanding that you are a timekeeper, how to get yourself back in time, understanding that you need to stay in the pocket. Not only do you have to have a good sense of time and keep yourself in time, but you also need to know how to not rush it and not slow it down or try to run anybody else's race. And then you have to make sure that uh, you are keeping uh, yourself together in a way that is healthy uh, to get everything done uh, that you need to and knowing when to give up some stuff and when to take on some more things. So, yep, my time is up. I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.